All right. Tell me again why you dragged us all the way downtown to the Hancock building on a Saturday. Tim, Tim, push the lower level button. It's that. It's the LL there. Larry Lujak. Yeah, that, that's it. Okay. Okay. One more time. I got an email from the WLUP lawyers. They said our hiatus from the comedy cavalcade, you know, that the show we did on their radio station Saturdays from 6 p.m. to 8, that show is finally over. Come down to the station storage space and clear out your stuff. Hiatus? Hiatus? See, I told you, when they replaced our radio show with Chet Coppick's sports show on the M1000, they didn't fire us. After all, I was right, damn it, I knew it. We've been on hiatus this whole time. Wait till I tell my folks, man, they didn't believe me. Nobody did. None of you guys didn't believe me. And the Christian station that bought WLUP wants everybody's stuff out by tomorrow or it's out on the curb. We had a storage space in the sub-basement of the John Hancock building? Yeah, where'd you think we kept all the stuff we used to produce our two-hour weekly Laugh Riot extravaganza? Come on, come on, I think it's over here. No, that's Steve Bell's. Hmm, these are like all chain-link fence kind of rooms. That's cool. At least everything's locked away. Got Matthews, Beth and Tim Disa, Wendy and Bill. Oh, there it is. That's ours. See, see the, the tiniest one. We sure accumulate a lot of crap over the years. Hold on. I can't seem to get the block open. It's tricky. It's going to get blocks being weird. Hang on. Oh, oh there you go. It fell right open. <laughs> Let's hey, go. Hey, 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 there's Joe Love Potatoes Lazy Boy. I thought your sister had it in her house. Yeah. Wait, yeah, me too. Oh. Man, this is comfortable. Recline all the way back. I could have gotten used to this. Hey, Jim, prop open that door with something so we don't get locked in. Something? Like this sled with rosebud written across? Yeah. I, I, what skit was that in? I don't remember. Okay, yeah. No, no. Use, yeah, use the sled. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll just reach I'll just reach over here and get this. Wait, wait, Jim. Jim, don't let go of the door. Jim, no, 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 no. Uh, try, the, try the door. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I can't, it's crap. Oh, yeah, it looks like we're locked in the storage cage. Great. Well, until we can figure a way out, I guess we'll just have to do the whole show from down here. Locked in a storage room. Happy Days did a locked in a storage room episode, and one day at a time, I think. So we're following in the rich tradition of the classic sitcoms we all grew up on? Yeah, something like that. I've got to pee. Well... What did Richie and Mrs. C do in their locked in a storage room episode? Yeah, how'd they get out? Hmm, wait a minute. I can't remember. They did use that time, though, to take a breath and reflect on the fun, heartwarming times they had together over their previous five or six seasons while the writers took a week off. Yeah, by having flashbacks. I love flashbacks for some reason. If you guys want to have flashbacks, I'm all for it. You know, what the heck, let's go. Let's lean in, all right? Oh, wait, wait, here, Tim. There, look at it. There's a dog leash here. This, is, this was when, remember... When I think it was Tom and Bob brought a pit bull to the studio and you were mauled to death by the, by the pit bull. Remember that? Yes. This yeah. Was pre, this was pre-Kenny from South Park. Yes. You know, it's funny. I wonder what, um, that, would, wonder what that sounded like. Get wiggly. Get wiggly. Hello, we're back live in the studio. I'm Dave. I'm Tim. And I'm Bob. And you're listening to the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade on the Loop AM 1000. Hey, Tim, would you mind shutting the door behind you over there? Sure, no problem, Dave. One thing about Tim, Dave, he's always willing to help out. Yeah, they really broke the mold when they made him, didn't they, Bob? Oh, wait a second. I'm not going near that door. What? Why not? Because there's a pit bull sitting right next to it. Oh, I guess he's right. Oh, he's not going to hurt anyone. We interrupt this program due to technical difficulties. 
And now back to our show. <laughs> Nicest guy you ever wanted to meet. Oh, Bobby was always trying to help people out. A people person. Oh, yeah, he was sure good people. Oh, God, if you just tuned in, comedy has just been given a black eye. You see, I can't. It's okay. It's okay, Bob. Tim, our longtime friend and, and colleague, has just been brutally attacked by a pit bull that was loose in the studio. God, he was a great man. He's damn right. He brought he bought thirty We Are the World records. That's right, and it wasn't because he liked the music. Oh, he hated the music. It was just because he cared. Maybe maybe he cared too much. I think words fall short in expressing the law. Let's reflect. A moment of silence in honor of our best friend, who is no longer with us. Okay, you're listening to The Loop, AM 1000, and this is the... Tuckalogic Comedy Gamble That's right, Bob. And our best friend has just been fatally attacked by a pit bull. Let's go to the phones and see what everybody thinks about it. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Hi, are you guys going to do that Joe Love Potato Guy? I'm sorry, but... The world has just lost someone very special. Uh, we'd like to address that situation right yeah, now. Yeah, please limit the calls to things related to pit bulls, okay? There's just been another attack, and this only adds fuel to the fire of the controversy. Hey, he wasn't the guy that played Joe, was he? Uh, no. No, he wasn't. Okay, good. So then you'll probably get to him later. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, thanks Our a finger lot. is on the pulse of the issue. All right, next caller? Uh, yes. Uh, do you think you'd be interested in a nice teak wood box? should satisfy all your needs. I'm sorry, sir, a teakwood box? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, this is Jay Richards from the Richards Funeral Home. I figured you'd be in the market for a box for your friend. You'll find that Richards will satisfy all your mortuary needs. I think you're a little out of line, caller. We've just had a tragedy here, okay? This pit bull is still loose in the studio. I've probably got a box to the dog, too. Oh, no, the nerve of some people, Dave. No Shh. compassion or sense of value for human life. Next caller. These dirty animals should not be allowed to live in the free world. I've heard all about these pit bulls. I've seen them on Nightline. I've read the newspapers. I've brushed through the magazine features, attended seminars. I've listened to the experts. I've seen slideshows. I've had discussions, wandered through exhibits. I've done the crossword puzzles. I've checked with my doctor, driven a car. I've lived alone. I've folded road maps. I eat well. I... Hey, hey what was I talking about? Pit bulls. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're dangerous. Hey, you think you're going to get to that Mr. Potato Head thing later Yeah, on? we'll see. We'll see what we can do for you. Thanks a lot. Next Bye. caller, please. Oh, yes. Here. Hello. Okay. I feel the last caller has been misinformed. Pit bulls have been dealt a bad hand. For years, we taught them to attack and never give up, and now all of a sudden you think you can negate years and years of conditioning by politely asking them to turn into something they're not? I'm sorry. That's just not going to happen. What's your name, ma'am? Uh, Dr. Sherry McGregor. The Dr. Sherry McGregor, the famous animal trainer? Yes. D do you think you could talk this dog into submission? I mean, he's still here in the studio, and um, quite frankly, I'm, I'm a little scared. Oh, well, do you have a speakerphone? You're on it. Oh, well, what's his name? Uh, Contempt. Oh, Contempt. Okay. Now, Contempt, I know you're confused. I've been confused, too. I know what you're going through. You're trying to serve two masters. You don't know who your friends are or who your enemies are, right? <coughs> Am I talking straight? Okay, okay. You've been trained to attack and kill, and suddenly everybody's trying to turn you into Cuddly Dudley, a stuffed pet. <laughs> well, you're not a stuffed pet. 
You are a real, living, breathing organism with the potential to love and feel just like the rest of us. Right? Am I talking straight? Is this not the truth? <laughs> Am I not telling the story of your life? Contempt. The beautiful thing about all this is that we've now admitted and accepted the problem. It's the first step to overcoming it. All you need is a good owner that understands your dichotomous nature. You know what dichotomy means, don't you? <laughs> yes, I knew you did. Smart dog. Contempt, you're a good boy. You've done the right thing. Now just sit quiet, and Sherry will be down to the station in a minute to take you home. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great, Sherry. Thank you very much. Oh, sure, no problem. Hey, uh, listen, is that uh, potato head guy going to be on soon? Yeah, yeah, we'll be getting right to that, Sherry. Good, good. Okay, I'll Boy, keep listening. <laughs> we really appreciate what you've done, though. I mean, he's rolling around here. Uh, he's playful as a kitten with a piece of yarn or something. It's just no incredible. <laughs> Makes you feel good all over. I, I guess every dark cloud does have a silver lining. Oh, babe. boy, sure sure does, Bob. You know, we've lost a dear friend, but we've gained new insights into a vastly misunderstood animal here. And it makes for pretty good radio, too. <laughs> <laughs> sure does, Bob. And you're listening to the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade on WLUP AM 1000. Let's get back into that comedy. And then, and then, they, yeah. then we reconstructed you as Robocomic, I remember. Yes, we did. We made you yeah. better and stronger and whatever. Come when was in. the last time you were in here seeing this stuff? Oh, man. It's actually, there's actually a lot of crap in here. I can't really look at this. Yeah. It's a case of Marty Farty brand whoopee cushions. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes perfect tie-in. I thought we were going to really be able to sell those things. Marty Farty was, like, catching on. The Marty Farty party was happening and hip and going somewhere. And... E Edie the Breakfast Fairy's wings are over here. And her wand. And a hot Ooh. plate, and what the heck? Was she living Ooh, down those here? Wings are, those I think wings she are might have been living down here. Night I think I saw her on hoarders. On hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> he did the breakfast the whole thing was everyone thought she was a character, and in fact, she was an actual real fairy. And that yes. was yeah. it. I mean, there's a lot of secrets you don't give out. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a Barbie house. She was living in this little Barbie, fold out Barbie house with a little, uh, you know, hot plate. and. It's kind of cute. We could have got her more accessories. We had a bunch of stuff that was kind of dicey. Maybe, you know, certainly something we wouldn't do today, like the uh, International Terrorist Training School. I thought that was... Uh... <laughs> Although when hey, you hear you it... you have to learn somewhere. Wait, here's a script for it. The same... Oh, you got it? You found it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same respect you'll get when you walk, when you walk into, into a room, a room with, with a loaded submachine gun, gun and, and a look on your face that faces. says, I'm a graduate of ITTS, the International Terrorist Training School. You should have seen their faces when I blew apart a couple of those big wooden desks they have in the embassy. I could tell they really knew I meant business. There's no prior training necessary. It's easy. If you can work a simple squirt gun, then you can be holding up the movements of entire countries after only a few short lessons. I couldn't believe it. I always thought that international terrorism was out of my reach. But there I was, making as many incredibly unreasonable demands as the next gun-wielding maniac. Thanks, ITTS. We're proud to say that over 90% of our students land successful terrorist positions before they even graduate. Boy, am I jealous. I'm still studying day and night to be a doctor, while my younger brother is already working, earning while he's learning, on the job. He says he owes it all to ITTS. 
So why be stuck in a go-nowhere, do-nothing job when you can be blowing up government cars or setting fire to buildings full of high-ranking officials or even just gunning down a few innocent bystanders? Stand out in the crowd, become a student of the International Terrorist Training School and become the kind of person people notice. You know, I mean, there were so many, there were so many different things training you to be a truck driver, training you to be, God, it was five or six different things at the time. Everybody was had a little school out there that was going to get you the job you would have for the rest of your life. And then hotel, also, motel, constantly, man. there's a- Yeah, you're right, a hotel, motel, there was air conditioning repair. Terrorist air conditioning repair. <laughs> yeah. Terrorist hotel, motel manager. Terrorist diesel mechanics. mechanics. Hey, here's a mohawk wig from the Confident Seizures. That guy would always wear that mohawk wig. This is too cool. A box of safety pins. That was, uh, I like was those it, guys. I always thought they'd be bigger than they were. Winkle Eugene, was that, a, was that him? Winkle Eugene. Yeah, when, you know, it's funny. When I saw them finally on cable TV, you know, I thought they were like going to be, they were really a huge uh, talent. But when I met them in person, they're all about five foot one, five foot two, you know, small guys, you know. Um, well, they're proportional though with each other. You're talking about yeah. that Christmas special, right? The one that they had yeah. where they're, they're singing their, right. their big Christmas hit. Uh, that, walking yes. in old fascist wonderland. Yeah, remember yes. that? I remember that song. Like I'm just hearing it, it now. Almost like it almost like it's happening right now. That's yeah. Right. One, two, three, four. We are such a fascist bar. In the city, we hate every poor man. Especially if the skin is white or brown. He'll say, got a job, we'll have no man And we don't want you moving in our town Later on, we'll burn fires Effigies to expire We're all separatists on Santa's sick list Walking in a fascist wonderland We hate every poor man Especially if you're into stopping us We got bricks for brains, man And there ain't nothing left to discuss People say we're all cretins Cause we're in two head beatings A blonde super race after you're all replaced Walking in a fascist wonderland Walking in a fascist wonderland yeah. I remember it like mm. I recall my 40s. Vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we're supposed to be like clearing this locker out. Just, I mean, so far, uh, all we've been doing is reminiscing about everything inside okay. of it, but we're locked hey. in and we need to get all of this stuff out, including us. We could just uh, set fire to it all. try a phone to see if we could just call out? Because, <laughs> like, maybe yeah. we could just call out and get some help. I don't know. I'm not, I'm I not carry get, a phone. I'm not getting a signal. Uh, oh, man. I this thought is like that the was second. This is, this is like the sub basement. Uh, you, Tim, Tim, wait. Here's some scripts you did. I remember you had like a series of blanks. Are people too? I remember that you had skinheads. Are people yes. too? Skinheads are people too. Those nabby-headed sluggo lookalikes with the penchant for prejudiced violence are people too. Whether allegedly painting a Nazi swastika on the front of Morton Downey Jr.'s forehead, biffing Geraldo in the head with a chair, or just swapping fishing tails, skinheads love to have fun. 
So the next time you're quick to put down our friend the skinhead, think about what they do for TV ratings. And I think you two will see that skinheads are people too. Uh, you had, oh, here it is, mass murderers. Mass murderers, mass murderers ah, are people yes. too. That's a, well, we found, we found out. Can you explain we, yourself, Tim? Yeah, I can. Actually, they did some, they had some data come into the loop. And I guess we did have some, a little bit of a serial killing demo there. And uh, you, you, you want to play to your audience. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We had that. That was our demo. We had the uh, sociopath uh, audience was in there. So that's why we did some of that stuff. And we wouldn't do it today. We would never play that kind of thing today. But we might just think about what it sounded like back then. Mass murderers are people, too. As we all know, man cannot strive for a world of peace if he doesn't come to peace with those less fortunate. Mass murderers are often family men, just like yourself. And some even own summer homes, where they engage in such common hobbies as fishing, hiking, and burying bodies. Don't be so hard on mass murderers. Remember, they're humans too, except they have deep-seated psychoses that can't be controlled in certain environments. Every human's capable of spur-of-the-moment grisly violence, so don't be so quick to judge our friend, the mass murderer. Just like your cable TV picture sometimes gets scrambled signals, loses focus, and makes the show impossible to understand, our mass murderer's brain becomes scrambled, he loses focus on reality, and becomes a ranting lunatic. Please be nice to them. They could be nice to you. After all, you could be one someday. Hey, you guys, look up. We could actually climb out of here. Oh, no, 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 not with my back. Jim, you we could, could toss you there. over. Tim, okay. let's try. Let's try throwing Tim over. Let's go. Yeah. One, <laughs> two. Don't go. put your foot there. Oh, ow. Oh, you know. Oh, oh. Sorry, Jim. And I'm getting hungry. Oh, wait, look at this. It's a whole case of uh, cranberry sauce in the can. The cans of cranberry sauce. What the hell is that doing here? That, well, Why would I, we have... Oh. Uh, that reminds me, actually, of mm. that time we had a Thanksgiving Day parade in the Hancock yeah. building. In the building a right parade where we up and down the elevators. Yeah, remember yeah. that? Hey, that was our Thanksgiving cool. show. Thanksgiving. Mm. Thanksgiving. Hello, everybody. Here we are at the annual John Hancock building's Thanksgiving Day parade. I'm uh, Ann Gunn. There's Ann Gunn. I'm Walter Mitchka doing the play-by-play. -play. We're out in the hallway. Uh, it's not too cold out here, though. Oh, it's nice out. That's why yeah. they see. That's why they have the parade outside uh, the the hallways, going around the hallways and the elevators everywhere because it's so darn cold yeah, out. Yeah, and usually, you know? you know, I'm out at Thanksgiving Day parades and I'm freezing, but you know, I didn't even wear my earmuffs. They got to block traffic. They got to. You wouldn't believe the kind of problems. But here, they just have it in the building. This is great, you know, right. especially on the weekend. Couple they, of the escalators downstairs, and then all the elevator banks are moving. They right? got the bands. They got floats. Things that everybody, you know, your, your usual Thanksgiving Day parade. Mm -hmm. Clowns. Yeah. Handing out the candy to kids and yeah. stuff. Yeah, the kids really are nice. kind of lined up 
up along each hallway. Yes. I see it yes. down there. Yeah, I've got a kind of a bird's eye view. How about you, Walter? You're well, it's, it's great. We're going to be sending you out on location later okay. uh, to check out the floats in the elevator great, bays. Great. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, we got the traditional balloons are coming down. Uh, here's a really big one. Oh, Whoa, my it's just goodness, scraping the sides. Huge. Well, wait, look can like. you looks... make it out? Yeah. I, know, I, I was going to say Mickey Mouse, but. No, it's, it's Oprah's dark. hair. Oh, my God. It's Oprah's it is. hair. Look, look how big it is. That's really nice. That's you know, really ever good. since she's combed it back off her forehead and everything, it's just gotten bigger and bigger. It keeps growing. You I know? think it's mathematically a function of how much money the show brings in, actually. I think is so what too. It, it must, because this year, you know, they were bringing in a mint, and I swear to God, her hair got huge. They're going to have to get a bigger television set just to fit her in. But yeah. now, this, I think this is actual real life size replica Here of comes her the hair. Next one. Coming by. That's really a yeah, great but... balloon. I got word on it. We're going over to Ann Gunn now at the Bank of Elevators. And here comes another one. Oh, Oh, you know, you said Illinois, Illinois. This is the Illinois, Illinois Business District float. And here, I've got some names I'm supposed to read. This is, I guess, Rudy Hugamiller is the guy on the left with the dark hair. And then there's a J.F. Russell. He's in the middle. And there's a Jeff Kolak on the end. That's the balding guy with a left leg a little shorter than the right one, it looks like. I'm down here at the bank of escalators down on the ground floor. There's a marching band. Funny thing is, they're going up the down escalator, so uh, they're having a heck of a time walking against the escalator and playing their trombones and stuff. There's the banner. It's the David Clayton Thomas Parochial School. It's a lovely band. They sound great, but they're going the wrong way on the escalator. We're going over to Ann Gunn. Ann Gunn is in the parking garage for the final leg of the parade. Ann, can you hear me? We're kind of wrapping it up down here, though, and coming down around here. Oh, my goodness. Walter, you're going to miss a good one. This is the Santa Claus float is coming down oh, here. Oh, shucks. I love Santa. And it's beautiful, too. Santa looks great. You know, he's put on some extra weight, and he looks nice and furry and white and red. And I've been informed just now, I've gotten a note handed to me, that that uh, Santa is <laughs> Warren Berenger in the suit. Oh. You're kidding. That's Warren Berenger. Warren Berenger from the Love American <laughs> Style, know? remember? It's funny what a white beard will do. Yeah. Because he looks just like Santa Claus to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's put on a little weight, I think, Warren I'll has. i tell you, maybe he did for the for the costuming and the role, because I, I, he looks really authentic. You know what I'm saying, Walter? For Ann over in the parking garage and me over here by the escalators, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry and, uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas from the Duck Logic Comedy Cavalcade. And let's spin a disc. What the heck? Well, wait a minute, right next to that cranberry sauce is a bag of old candy. I mean, that's old candy, really old candy. Wait, is the chocolate colored white from being like- A little like, bit, you yeah, know, there's a haze taste on it. it. Oh, like if we gave like this to trick-or-treaters in the Hancock building when they trick-or-treated up and down the elevator. Yeah, that was so much like the uh, Thanksgiving Day thing, and then and it, yet it was- It was a, almost it, exactly like it. The track? It had a different something. You remember some of the costumes? holiday, yeah, I do remember. Hmm. If we only could flash back to those costumes like that. Hmm. Oh, well, let's get, uh-oh, uh uh-oh. Can we pretend we're not home? Um, uh, it's probably answer, just answer, the producer. Answer it. Oh, isn't that cute? Isn't that cute, Walter? Hi, hi, what are you? Hi, I'm the Louisiana Purchase. Oh, and what are you? I'm the Industrial Revolution. And 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 what are you? I'm a bunny. Oh, I think the bunny's cute. That's good. It? That's really that's really imaginative, kids. Really imaginative. Oh boy, you caught us kind of uh, surprise there. Yeah. yeah. What do you think hey. for us? Yeah, give us something. Give us something. Uh, well, you know, when I was a kid, we had to do something for our tricks. We had to do a trick. I mean, exactly. For our yeah. What kind of trick? Labor laws, pal. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, do a trick. Look uh, down on your. 
shirt. You what? got something on there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he caught me in my favorite joke. Kid popped me in the nose. What's up with come these on, 80s kids? Okay, okay. Um, hey, hey, look, candy. we got a wall full of carts over there. Yeah, I want Johnny Oh, those, those, those tapes. Um, yeah, Johnny's yeah, never going to miss one song. or two. Okay, okay, okay here, here's a moomoo song. Moomoo here's a moomoo song. song. What's this, the what lady? What lady, yeah. I don't know. Give it to this. Here you go, kid. Go ahead, kid. Let's see. Let's see. Boy, uh, let's What's see. There's two, there's two harmonizers over here. Stephen Gary can't Toss use but one in. at a time, huh? Toss give give the kid one. What there the you go. We'll give the back. Louisiana Purchase is a pretty imaginative suit. We'll okay. give him the harmonizer. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Good luck. Yeah, why don't you go down to Mr. Stroud's Winnebago? God, jeez. Boy, he's giving away all these this year. Yeah, he's giving yeah, away a lot. Tons of all these. Yeah. Don't, guys, it's Salman Rushdie under this box. Yeah, noted author and frequent target of Islamic Jihad. This is where he's been all these years. And we did that bit about him. Yes, Elman, remember that, remember that bit we did about you? We combined an obscure cultural reference with an even more obscure 50s TV theme song and produced this gem. Ayatollah says you're evil and Cat Stevens wants you dead. Muslims trying to kill you for a book they've never read. Your novels cause this fury, condemned to death without a jury. Salman Rushdie, where are you? Geraldo wants you in the morning and then Letterman at night. Donahue is calling as book sales climb out of sight. Playboy wants you nude, we think your book's been misconstrued. Salman Rushdie, where are you? Whoa, here's those Bears tickets. Remember when the NFL players, all the regular players, were out on strike? And so they filled in with anybody and everybody, just people from, you know, they pulled them off the street. Yeah, we did a skit about him. As I remember, it kind of went a lot like this. Let's go down to the huddle where CBS Sports has hidden a secret microphone. <coughs> oh, God. What a day. Hey, huddle up. Huddle up, everybody, okay? Hey, why didn't you pass to me? I was wide open in the end zone. Because you're a used car salesman. Previously owned vehicles. Oh, Manny just thinks he's God because he's in computer technology. Hey, that guy over there, number 75, I think he's an ice cream man. He didn't count to 5,000. He, he just rushed right in. This is the NFL. You don't have to. Okay, this is the play. This is the play. Okay, the rocks are the blockers, and we use women. This piece of tape will be the receivers, and this. Okay, what about that twig over there? That's a different playbook. Okay, that's not our playbook. Okay. Okay, this piece of tape. That's the receiver. Okay, he's gonna go out and turn left by the referee. The ham out. You're the receiver. You're going out there. Uh, uh, no, I will not go out for another pan. I've got to be at a photo session with Sears catalog tomorrow, holding up a tea kettle. Oh, think get I'm gonna get here. a bruised fingernail or something? No, no way. I'm... You're not a player. Oh, Fine. Okay, God. we'll get somebody. Uh, uh, you, you. Okay. 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 You're the okay. piece of tape. You're going. We'll cut you across the middle, and you're going over there by the. There's a, I'm sorry. There's that's my office beeper. Yeah, I got to get going. I'm sorry. Can you cover my guy? Oh, I got to yeah. be on my way. Yeah. Yeah. Leave a message hey, on my you machine. Guys? You guys. Hey, I'll catch the ball. <laughs> Throw it to me. What? Uh, Look, look, they'll never expect us to give the ball to a girl. Yeah! Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Yes. Hey, all right. On three, ready? Right! We did so much stuff that was topical, even though we weren't really all that up on current events. <laughs> just, a little, just enough. Like that whole humanitarian protest thing in China in the late 80s? Uh... And that bit we did? Morning, Jimmy. Ah, morning, Dad. Pasta cream? Sure, Dad. Hey, pretty terrible what's going on in China, huh, Dad? China? Something going on in China? Dad. I I don't read the morning paper, son. Forget the morning paper, Dad. Try this new cereal, Tiananmen Squares. 
Tiananmen Squares? Tiananmen Squares, the breakfast cereal for ill-informed people. The back of every box chronicles the brave day-to-day -day exploits of those plucky Chinese students and gives you the feeling that you're actually informed. You'll be able to hold your own at the water cooler or the loading dock. Chocked with vitamins and fiber, Tiananmen Squares are made from rice and wheat particles extruded to look like tiny fortune cookies, and each one has a little raisin inside. So if you thought Beijing is just the sound a cash register makes, think again and try new Tiananmen Square cereal. Breakfast for the 90s. You know, being stuck in a storage locker with you guys, flashing back to things that, that happened on our old WLUP radio show, has turned out to be a heartwarming half hour of hijinks for me. <laughs> Is anybody paying us? I'll always have fond memories of this time we spent together. Memories like, like how it all started. I'll just reach over here and get this. Wait, wait, Jim! Jim, don't let go of the door. Jim, no, 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 no. Uh, try the try the door. Oh. Yeah, it's it's I, I can't it's crap. Oh yeah, it looks like we're locked in the storage cage. Great. Well, until we can figure a way out, I guess we'll just have to do the whole show from down here. Locked in a storage room. I gotta get out of here! See? I can't stay trapped any longer. You can't keep me caged up like some kind of animal? I'm thinking of going bird, but then I thought prisoner, maybe. I'd stick with animal. Okay. You can't keep me caged up like... Hey! Hey, guys! And... Oh, thank God. Yeah, Tim's caged bird thing was about as much as I could stomach with this bit. What have you guys been doing down here for the past half hour? I've been circling the block in the U-Haul this whole time. A cop almost gave me a ticket. We, uh, we were stuck in our storage lockers, see? Hmm. Really? Yeah, Jim let the door slam behind us and, uh... Oh, right. And I suppose you've been doing flashbacks as an excuse to play snippets of your old radio shows? Well... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, we, we had a few flashbacks. What do you think you are? Happy days? Which one of you was the Fonz? I kind of thought I was the Fonz a little bit, maybe. Alright, okay, the door's just this little latch here, like this. Wow, that was easy. Let's go out. Out you go. Well, now we feel... Stupid? Uh, I was gonna go with foolish. Grab some stuff. Let the Christian rockers have the rest. Come on, I'm double parked. Well, there you have it. The Duck Logic Comedy Half Hour. Show number 18. The Locked in a Storage Room episode. Featuring in alphabetical order, Ken Campbell, David Dunlosky, Tom Giannis, Ann and Walter Mitchka, James F. Russell, and Tim Thomas. Guitar help on Fascist Wonderland from Chris Sim. Join us next time, won't you? Subscribe to the Comedy Half Hour if you liked what you heard, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, I think Instagram. Our website is ducklogiccomedy.com, and you can see our cable show, Cableville USA, on YouTube. Portions of the show were previously broadcast on the radio back in the day under the copyright of DuckLogic Limited and the licenses of WLUP AM and FM in Chicago. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.